We use our phones for everything at this point, and I am absolutely guilty of that. I look up recipes on my phone. I meal plan on my phone. I use my GPS, even though I know where I'm going. (laughs) (laughs) But did you know that you can also use your phone for some sexy me time? Don't worry. Your fantasies are safe with Dipsy. Just don't forget to use your headphones. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. Discover stories about second chance romances, adventurous vacation flings, and hot and heavy hookups. And there's a growing library of fantasy series with vampires, Greek gods, and fairy smut to explore the bounds of your pleasure. New content is released every week, so in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, you can always find something new to explore. They also have soothing sleep stories, wellness sessions, and sexy written stories to read. Let Dipsy be your go-to place to spice up your me time. Explore your fantasies, relax and unwind, or even heat things up with a partner. For listeners of our show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash justbreakup. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dipsystories.com slash justbreakup dipsystories.com slash just break up. Welcome to Just Break Up, the podcast about love, heartbreak, and all the relationship advice you don't want to hear. My name is Sierra DeMolder. And I'm Sam Blackwell. And today we're going to answer a letter from somebody who is in the darkest part of her breakup. But before we begin, we just want to give you our Surgeon General's warning, which is that Sierra and I are not licensed mental health practitioners. Yeah, we don't know what we're doing. We are not professionals. We are not trained in any of this. So please take our advice as you see fit. We're only here to offer our humble musings to hopefully shed some understanding and maybe some laughs on the incredibly rewarding but mostly confusing experience that is love. All right, I'm going to dive into today's letter. It's from Devastated and Alone, whose pronouns are she, her, who is writing to us from the fetal position in the bathroom sobbing. I feel like a cliche. I'm struggling to get out of bed and exist in the world in the wake of a breakup. I am not that original. Breakups happen every day. So why does this one hurt so gosh darn much? He was my home. I proposed to him and he ended our partnership instead. I thought it was that good, true love of endless proportion, but we were on different pages and I feel so blindsided, questioning my sense of reality. It's truly awful. I know that I will slowly get better, sometimes one step forward, two steps back. I know that it's okay, normal, and healthy to feel anger, sorrow, hate, love, confusion, and a myriad of other thoughts and things all at once and not be able to process it. I'm not processing it. I'm laughing to myself, recalling Sierra's comment about burning the house down naked in reference to ending a relationship, quote, gracefully. Who, me? I would never. <laughs> you would never do that. You would never. No, I absolutely would. <laughs> never graceful. I have never been graceful in my entire romantic life. <laughs> I couldn't relate more, the letter writer continues. I'm self-destructing and taking anyone down with me. I am asking him to give back all of the gifts I gave him. I am shameless. If you'd like me to get to the point, I don't have one. I know that I'll be okay, but that light at the end of the tunnel is impossibly far away. The pain is killing me. and I don't know how to get out of bed 
how to eat, how to live on without my best friend. I have become a version of myself that I don't want to be around. I can't think clearly. Thinking leads to more crying. Repeat steps. You've given advice at so many stages of relationship and grief, but do you have any advice for the first few months of trauma when we can't sleep, can't eat, can't get out of bed, when all of the stages of grief seem to be occurring simultaneously in a clusterfuck of emotions? How do I process to those next steps of self-compassion, self-care, and of course, block, block, block? I will continue to listen to your podcast and find ways to laugh and love and carry on. But how do I learn to just stand up and get on to the next phase? Oh, devastated and alone. Uh, I'm so sorry that you are in this moment of this horrible breakup. Um, You know, the, the first few moments afterwards and maybe even beyond knowing that our grief is cyclical and that our healing journeys are never linear. Um, but this feeling of not being able to do anything but cry in bed without eating is such a, a terrible place to be. Um, and I am so grateful that you are asking us to see you in this moment of deep pain that you're experiencing and to help hold you in it because uh, that's what Sierra and I want to do. And I think that that's what all of our listeners and all the people who are part of this Just Break Up community want to do for you in this moment as well. Uh, yes, all breakups suck, but that doesn't mean that they are somehow not deeply painful on an individual level, right? And that your pain that you're experiencing isn't unique to the wonderful uniqueness of you and the uniqueness of the relationship that you were part of. Um, so Sierra and I are going to hold you and love you and affirm you and offer you invitations into caring for yourself in just a moment. But before we do that, we are going to get into a short break. All right, y'all know that Sam and I record every single episode of Just Break Up virtually. So I literally see this beautiful person on Zoom like multiple times a week. And every time Sam pops up into Zoom, I comment on their outfit. And I swear, like 99% of the time, I'm like, oh my God, that outfit is so cute. Where did you get it? Sam says quince. You too can upgrade your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high quality items priced within reach. That's right. They have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middle person and passes that saving on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Y'all have heard me talk about my leather bag that I use as both a laptop bag and a diaper bag. And I love it because (laughs) (laughs) honestly, it looks really cute in every single circumstance that I use it. 
Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash just break up for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash just break up to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash just break up. All right, head and heart workers, you know I'm all about tackling our money shame and becoming fiscally empowered, regardless of how much money we make or how much debt we have. I think it's such a crucial step in our own self-acceptance and empowerment. That's why I love that today's episode is sponsored by Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. With Rocket Money, you can see all of your subscriptions in one place. And if you see something you don't want, you can just cancel it with a tap. You never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled unwanted subscriptions. And listen, we always talk to you about like conflict styles and open and honest communications, but honestly, save your energy and get Rocket Money to cancel those subscriptions for you. <laughs> Stop wasting yeah. you money. You don't need to practice that. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to do head and heart work with like customer service representatives. You know what I mean? Like just like... Use the middle person. (laughs) Just get Rocket Money in there to help you do what you need to do. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. That's rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. Rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. All right, my darling. And I mean it when I say my darling. I feel so deeply moved and grateful for your letter. I'm really sorry that you're feeling this, but I guess sorry is the wrong word. I guess the better way to say it is I see you in all of your humanness and all the treachery that our hearts can experience at once, you know? Um, I A friend of mine whose partner has cancer um, said to me recently, we're not really like the fuck cancer kind of people, mm-hmm. you know? We're, we don't have a, a mug that says fuck cancer. It's We're more likely to have a mug, a coffee mug that says... Thank you, cancer, for all your terrible gifts, you Mm. know. Thank you, cancer, for showing us the expansiveness of our human emotion and the the temporary nature of time and suffering and joy and all of those things. Um, And I think about that when I read your letter, because you are writing to us from one of the most cracked open moments that we can all experience, you know, which is a broken heart, you know? And yeah, I, I, as Sam said, we want to talk about how to move forward, how to get to the next day, how to take care of yourself and extend compassion uh, to yourself. But I also 
I also want to meet you here, like in this like messy, mucky, muddy place. I, I don't need you to have self-compassion quite yet, but I do want to tell you I'm here with you. I'm here in this, in this weird stage where you, you don't like yourself. Um, I guess what I'm saying is I have done terrible things in breakups. I have said things that I've regretted. I have behaved immaturely. I have asked for things back. Mm. I have sent Venmo requests for money owed to me. He owed you though. So that was fine. He did owe me quite a significant amount of money, but like, you know, I got petty. I was in pain and it was not the time that my most healed, most mature self could come out. Mm -mm. Do I regret those things? Mm -hmm. Yes, because I'm a human and I have a heartbeat. But in this moment, I just want to tell you, me too. I have been the person that I didn't want to look at. I have been the person whose pain was louder than any other thing I could access. Um, and that doesn't make you a bad person that doesn't make you, it doesn't mean that you're failing this breakup. It doesn't mean that, that any, any self-loathing prophecy is coming true, right? It just means that you're hurt and you're hurting and that pain is lashing out and there will come a day. It doesn't have to be today, but there will come a day when that pain feels a little bit more leashed that mm. it's still there. It's still in you but that you are in control of it instead of it controlling you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think of like, I think we often think about breakups as being like, there's a before and an after and like that the, the cut is like clear and precise and easy to navigate. Right. And, and that's so, not the case because we as humans with our deep social connections to each other and our love and, and also our hurt are often not capable of making a clean break like that. And, and so I want to give you some grace around the idea that this was messier than you had anticipated or than what you think should have been. Um, but part of it is that that mess is, is understandable, right? That mess is a reflection of a humanity that this idea around like cold and clean cut doesn't always remember or doesn't always hold in, in regard. Um, and I also think about this, this sort of space that you're in around, you know, not wanting to get out of bed not being able to eat, you know, sort of recognizing that like, this means the end of your, your friendship with this person, um, and just, I want to hold the idea that like all of those things are okay. Right. I want to hold the idea that all of those things are, are ways that our bodies and hearts and minds cope with a big, big blow to our understanding of the world, our understanding of ourselves, our understanding of our relationships. And, and that this feeling of, sadness of overwhelming sadness, this feeling of overwhelming grief is absolutely something that can feel overwhelming and, and like it needs to stop. And also is a product of our humanity, right? It's, it's how our bodies and hearts and minds understand 
the unfathomable thing that's just happened to us, which is that you had a life with your best friend that you thought was going to go on forever and then ended in what could have been the, a big moment, a big happy moment for you two. And so, yes, I want you to eat and yes, I want you to get out of bed and yes, I want you to, to find a way to rebuild towards friendships that you have towards family that you might have towards new relationships, towards tending to yourself, all of that stuff. And, and I also want to acknowledge that sometimes self-maintenance looks like letting go of some of those things for a while, right. Of saying like, I don't need to get out of bed because my, I am sad and that sadness needs tending to right. That sadness needs care. And and we live in a world where productivity, where the ability to rebound quickly is seen as the best or the only way of managing through our pain. And that's absolutely not true, right? There are lots of ways of doing it. And sometimes that means crying on the bathroom floor, right? I absolutely want to pick you up and put you back into bed when I imagine you lying on that bathroom floor sobbing and also I recognize that that is a feeling that may need to come to pass no matter where you are in your house. And that's okay. Accepting the truth of the, the ferocity of these emotions makes it easier to begin to feel them with less intensity over time, right? Pushing them down, saying they're not important, trying to find other emotions to put on top of them so that we don't feel it, feel them is maybe a healthy coping mechanism for some of us, right? Maybe a way for us to process through or to get to a place where we can process differently, but it's also okay to just let that fire burn for a while, to let the fuel of this pain exhaust itself until you're ready to move away from that fire, until you're ready to do something different with it. And, and it's okay. It's okay if that fire is burning brightly right now. I see it. And it is, and it is something that maybe needs to, to be burnt out until it is in a more manageable place for you. Yeah. I think that's so beautifully said too, because I feel like there's a lot of self-loathing in this letter, whether mm -hmm. direct or indirect of like, I'm a cliche. I am someone that I don't want to be. And all of that to me, including the heartbreak is, is trying to push away from these big, really painful feelings, which is okay. That's all I do. That's all I do <laughs> is disassociate when I'm feeling something big. For that's sure. not true, but that's what I've been doing lately. It's a, <laughs> um, it is a coping mechanism like, and yes, can be effective is. in some ways for yes. sure. Um, but I think that there's something really powerful in saying I am heartbroken and this is where I am right now. Mm. Right now I am in the depths of it right now is this is my new reality while also saying this is my temporary new reality, right? Like that every transition is a transition to somewhere new. But, you know, calling yourself cliche is a way to, to minimize yourself, to say, oh, this is so dumb. I'm being so dumb, you mm. know, I'm being pathetic or 
or whatever inner narratives you're saying to yourself. Let me tell you something. A cliche is a cliche because it's universal. A cliche is a cliche because it is happening everywhere and you don't need to be stronger or smarter or, you know, you don't need to like outperform this heartbreak. You Mm. can just be crushed. I would be crushed. I have been crushed, right? Um, You don't need, you didn't need to see this heartbreak coming. You didn't have to, you know, you were doing the best that you could in this relationship and just because you had a different vision for your relationship future than this, than your, your ex doesn't mean you did anything wrong. You were moving forward under the knowledge that you had under the experience that you had. And I just, I want you to know that you can be crushed by this. You can be heartbroken. There's nothing you can be your imperfect self while you're healing through this. Um, I'm not expecting you to be okay. I'm I'm expecting you to to feel the full scope of of heartbreak, which is like you said, every stage, anger and denial and and physical pain. Um I know that everything on the internet and every BuzzFeed list or, or whatever, say one day at a time. And that, that sounds to use your phrase cliche, but it is, it is one day at a time. Mm -hmm. It is one choice at a time. Like I said earlier, like, I don't care that, that you feel like an asshole right now. I've been the asshole in the breakups in, I've been the sloppy ex um, I have done things I am not proud of. And there's going to be a time in this healing process when you decide you have more in you, right? You, when you decide, I am not going to leave the house today, but I am going to make myself a meal or I'm going to fucking grub hub it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're going to have capacity at some point to say, I am going to... Stop trying to make demands that will alter what is actually happening, which is what I think your heart is trying to do by asking for the gifts back. Mm -hmm. Right. You're, you're, you're rightfully trying to put road bumps between you and this experience, Mm -hmm. um, which makes a ton of sense to me. And, and also this is what is happening. And to you know. have your pain seen as well, right? right? To say, right. you hurt me, so I'm going to hurt you, which is, right, like different scales of hurt, to be really clear. But I think that there's one of the things that can, that can help us when we're behaving in these messy ways, which, again... Sierra has been there. I have been there. This is not, <laughs> this is not an uncommon thing. And I, and neither of us is trying to judge you or say that you shouldn't be doing that. But one of the things that can help in some of that is to recognize and hold and acknowledge your own pain in this and to have that pain seen by other people who aren't the cause of it. Right. Right. So instead right. of saying to your partner, look how much pain you've caused me, 
I want my stuff back, right? Instead to say to yourself, I'm in so much pain and I can see it and I can feel all of it. And to say to your friends or loved ones, I'm in so much pain. Can you see it? Can you feel it? Can you understand it, right? Reaching out to people like me and Sierra and saying, this is what I'm feeling and having us say, oh, I see it. I see the pain. Absolutely. Yeah. We believe you can can help can help make it feel less like you need to to reach out to this person or to, you know, add some sort of like ultimatum or demand to this person, right? Is it going to make it not like stop? Who knows, right? There's no perfect solution to this. And, and you can hold your own pain and also feel pretty adamant that the person who hurt you should also see it too, right? Like both those things can be yeah. true at the same time. And I'm not trying to, to say this in a, in a way of being like, oh my God, stop being messy. I'm saying this in a way of, of acknowledging how deep this hurt is and that you don't have to prove to anyone that you are hurting deeply by this. Like we believe you and, and we see yes. you in that. Yeah, I totally agree. All right, my darling. The last thing I do want to say, um, because, uh, because you are so intertwined with the JBU community, if you are not a part of our Facebook group yet, I would recommend joining the Facebook group and just posting, if you feel like it, just just putting out a hello or a I need my pain to be seen or I'm the person from episode so-and-so. <laughs> because our community is awesome and supportive and are ready to see you in this stage and the stage that comes after, uh, whenever you're ready. Absolutely. Um, and do me a favor. Okay. Make yourself something to eat because you deserve nutrients and French fries. <laughs> All of it. Yeah. Get something like a soup. That's how I'm, that's, I think that would be delicious. Uh, <laughs> I'm also hungry. It's lunchtime. Um, I also just want to say too that like if this is feeling overwhelming, if this is feeling like something that is not something you can carry on your own, uh, I want you to also seek professional help if that is needed, right? And I think that sometimes we have this idea of like, oh, how cliche to go to therapy because of a yeah. breakup or, oh, everyone gets broken up with, I should be able to manage this on my own. And those are lies, right? This, That's those a are great not. Point. And so if you are, if you are in need of professional help, please seek it. If, if these feelings of being so sad, turns to feelings of not wanting to be here anymore. I also want you to seek help immediately because you are somebody who is worth all of love, all of the love that life has to give. And it can be really hard to see beyond our pain sometimes. And, and sometimes we need to reach out for help from people who know how to support us, have the tools to be able to do it in order to help us get to a point where we can see that love too. And, and you deserve that as well. Absolutely. All right, my darling, we love you so, so, so much. And we hope you feel helped by this. Absolutely. We love you. All right. It's Friday. So that brings us to the blind date segment. 
of our show every week. We like to shout out something that we love that we want to set you up with. And this week we are sending you home with a beverage. Uh, so I have been <laughs> doing a uh, sober September, um, but I'm also sort of like in kind of like a, a sober light moment of my life, which is just trying to good, like good. reassess my uh, understanding of drinking and also like the way that I described it to my therapist was that like, I don't want drinking to be the norm anymore. I want it to be the exception, right? So when I'm hanging out with people, I don't want it to be like, oh, we're hanging out and so I'm going to be drinking. Instead, I want it to be like, oh, this is a special occasion. So I'm going to have something to drink, right? So, but in through that journey, I have been trying to discover like things to drink that aren't alcoholic <laughs> and like things that are like not faking the realities of alcohol, but like just, I get thirsty, you know, and like, I want to be drinking things. Uh, and one of the things that I found that I absolutely loved is uh, Lagunitas has what they call hoppy refreshers, which is like a soda water that is flavored with uh, hops, but it also has kind of like a citrusy feel to it. And it is delicious. It is like better than LaCroix. It's better than like all sparkling beverages that I've ever had. Uh, it is, uh, can't recommend it enough, especially if you can get it in the bottles, like the bottles taste different than the cans and the bottles are like way better. So, uh, if Cute. you can find it, uh, lots of liquor stores have them now. They're all over, all of the liquor stores that I've been to, like most of them have this particular brand uh, and they're fun. And like, they're also fun to like, if you're going to a party or if you're like going to hang out with people, like it's fun to bring them because other people yeah, will like them new. too. And they mm -hmm. like, they come in like six packs or whatever. So like people can try them if they want to. So it's uh, called Lagunitas Happy Refreshers, which is also just like a, this is like a Trojan horse for considering things around sobriety. <laughs> also the sort Love of blind date in this moment. Uh, so that's <laughs> <Love> it. That. <laughs> All right. Can't wait. Everyone, thank you so much for listening. Um, if you would like more content from us or if you would like ad-free episodes, you can always support us on Patreon. If you support us on Patreon for as little as $5 a month, you'll get an additional bonus weekly episode as well as episodes ad-free. That's patreon.com slash justbreakuppod. You can slide into our DMs, send us your favorite relationship meme, but most importantly, you can submit your questions about all matters of the heart at justbreakuppod.com, which is also where you can find our merchandise. Please remember to like, follow, subscribe, give us a five-star rating and review. This literally keeps our mics on and helps us reach more brokenhearted souls who need two random strangers giving them relationship advice. Just Break Up is a production of David Media, original music, recording, editing, producing all magical things by our good friend, Spencer Worth Davis. Make sure to check out his podcasts. And remember, if someone hasn't told you this yet, please know it is okay if you are struggling. It's okay if you're having a really hard time with something. You don't have to be perfect all the time. You don't have to show up fully all the time. You're a human just like everybody else and you have a right to hurt as big as you hurt right now. We love you. And if all else fails, just break up. <laughs>